Welcome back, everyone, to The Forgettables with your host, Rafi Husseini, Asad Patel, and Ahmed Chima, coming to you live from different parts of the U.S. We are, this is, sorry, this is uh, episode 50, episode 49, we just finalized it, and I keep forgetting, sorry, guys, but this is episode 49, and today we're discussing about lighting while recording a podcast. Now, one thing, just to, uh, one thing comes in mind when, when we talk about lighting is the fact that if you're recording an audio-only podcast, I don't think the lighting really matters. But for the most part, assuming everyone is recording a video and an audio podcast. So for the video aspect, especially if that is your major focus, that is your main focus of the podcast, you're going to be directing the crowd towards the video more than the audio. Then I think having a proper lighting makes makes a huge difference. What are your thoughts on these? I see. Uh, lighting is important, very important. I'm going to make the most asinine statement on earth. Lighting is important, but no, obviously if you're doing a video podcast, lighting is very important. And when Ruffy first started recording his podcast, he'd be sitting inside of like a corner of his house or something like that with no light on or anything like that. I'd be like, bro, I can't even see you. And, you know, we had to slowly improve and, you know, he got a hanger and he hung a bulb by it and stuff like that. Slowly, slowly taught him how to get lighting right. But lighting is, especially if you're doing the video element, if you don't have the lighting right, you just look horrible. I mean, it's not it's not a lie. Like a lot of times in houses, they're not built as, you know, video studios or anything like that to be doing video. So your lighting is going to be either in the center of the room or either it's going to be towards one side if you have like a lamp or something like that. So, like I said, it's totally not set up for you to be doing like some sort of video streaming or anything like that. So when I first started. I had no idea how lighting works at all. So, you know, I'd be sitting against this wall that was really dark and it was a sort of a really dark orange wall. And, you know, I'd just be sitting in front of it and people would be like, we can't, we can see you, but it's not really nice. And so slowly, slowly, I learned that I would sit in this room and the lighting still wasn't good. And a few people were like, you need to get a ring light. So some friends are really nice. They really helped me out along the way. They sent me some like therapy light they got for free. So I tried that and that was really, really harsh on me. Like it was really, I guess it was made for people who are really pale and, you know, it tries to burn their skin so they can, you know, so they don't get burned by the sun when they step outside. So it wasn't good. So then I finally got the ring light. I set it up and I was like, oh, wow, this makes a huge difference on how my video looks. And so since then I have two ring lights. One of them I don't use. It's uh, one of them I use regularly. And the other one is more of like a really super professional ring light, which has like these huge legs that like span like two to three feet each way. And it's like, it's, it's, it's not useful for me to use inside of the house. It'd be like me trying to set up like a whole like movie setup inside of the house. And my family would be like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to shoot the next Avengers or something like that? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not trying to do that. But, you know, basically lighting makes a huge difference. And over the course of time, you realize how much of a difference it makes in your production quality. And I'm not saying I'm producing some sort of like super great production, but it does make a difference. It takes you from being like looking like a complete noob to looking decent. Uh, Chima, what are your thoughts on lighting? Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ahmed Chima coming to you live from Canton, Michigan. Uh, All right, Ahmed Chima in the house. Real quick, before I get into the discussion topic for today uh, and answer your question, I said, I did want to address uh, something that 
uh, one of our co-hosts, I'm not going to mention any names, but there's not very many options I mentioned in the chat. So someone called out that, you know, Chima is very dark. He doesn't have any lighting on. We're talking about lighting. And I want to remind everyone that's listening to this podcast that this is an audio only podcast. The only reason we even have the video on is just so I can see your expressions and see you guys not paying attention when I'm talking. And uh, it reminds me of how no one really cares about what I'm talking about. So uh, that's really the main purpose of it, right? Now, uh, to answer your question, Asadbhai, uh, when I was younger, my dream in life was to be a filmmaker. I wanted to be a director. I wanted to be Christopher Nolan. That was my big, that's what I wanted to do, right? And so we would make short films all the time. And very quickly, we learned that there are two elements that really make, like, you can make it seem like you have a professional uh, setup going. And those two elements are lighting and sound, right? If you light your shots well, people are going to think, whoa, like, this is legit. And then sound quality, if you sound legit, you don't have a bunch of background noise, random, like it's hard to hear and it's clear. And then you have not just sound quality, but the small sounds, like the sounds of the footsteps, like if people can hear that, the sounds of like the, when you tear a piece of paper, for example, like let's, let's do it on camera here. Like if you could hear this, you know what I mean? Like what's the word those, for it? What was that? What's the word for it? tear no like those sounds tear chewing walking uh, we had the uh, discussion recently so, uh i think it's just i forgot what the word is i think it's sound mixing i don't know what the actual like there's different types of sound like there's ambient noise and there's like just it's just sound effects right like i mean we don't have to get into the we're not professional filmmakers i'll make that disclaimer so don't come to us for your filmmaking advice but what i'm trying to say is that having attention to detail in lighting and attention to detail in what the audience is hearing, that's what made our short films really stick out against the crowd. We really sucked at story. And I think that's something that, you know, uh, until like, I would say my senior year of college, I don't think I really understood that because I always wanted to try to make the coolest thing. I was, was trying to do way too much. And then senior year of college, I was like, dude, okay, I'm just going to go back to the simple storytelling formula, the hero's journey, and just had the very cliche story, but people loved it. <laughs> I mean, it was like, people were like, oh my goodness, like, this is such a great thing. And it was just like, it's that simple. You know, sometimes, you know, you don't, that's another topic, right? But when you have good lighting, you have good audio, and people come in and they see that like, oh, like I look good when I'm here. Like your, your, your guests come on like in person and then uh, you record them and they look legit. They're like, oh my goodness, like this is legit, right? And so one of the things we have to do as podcasters, as people that are in the media spaces, you're competing with all these people. And you're also competing. So you're competing with all these individuals. And then you're also competing with media companies, right? For the same attention. There's the same people that are out there that you're trying to get to. And so how do you compete? You have to make it look like you're as good as the media companies, right? You have to actually put in some effort. Your content will speak for itself, but at the same time, if your people are quick to judge. So if the, they can't hear you clearly, or uh, they can't, uh, you know, they, they can't see, 
and it doesn't look good, then like they're going to very quickly judge that, oh, this isn't for me, even if the content is good. Right. So those are just some things to think about. Those are my two cents. Uh, back to you, Rafi. Yeah, I think uh, it's a good point you mentioned. I know uh, we, we watch a lot of you more than me, watch a lot of Mo Ismail videos. And he also mentions this, you know, like for your videos to get a lot of subscribers or views, or whatever. One of the biggest things is that they should be able to look at you, right? Like your message should be clear and they should be able to look at you. And I think it's really interesting that uh, the, when you talked about filmmaking, I don't know if you guys have seen these videos of like, a couple like like students making commercials in like a tiny room you know like they do these weird shots and do this and like like so it just goes to show that you have that level of competition out there you don't need to like have expensive equipment to make sure that you are giving that content to your people or like even putting it out there it's just that a few tweaks a few few good angles you know a few good like movements and motion of like how are you doing with like, you know, the video recording, the, the cutting up, switching down, whatever those things are called. It's just like a few things that if you really hone into and try to perfect that, I guess, then you can actually stand out. So one thing I would say that with lighting and like the recording and stuff is definitely, definitely possible for like anyone who's starting a podcast to do with stuff they add at home. Like me, for example, right now, my lighting is just <laughs> the, the bedroom lamp that, uh, that we had for a while. You know, I didn't even... Uh, put any money into it so this is just like a few things to understand that you don't need to worry about buying the high-end stuff it's just a few things right angles right positioning and that'll take you a long way That's i mean i i still i still believe that you still have the bulb hanging by the hanger um i don't know about a lamp or anything and then my uh, one hand is uh, holding it yeah, he's holding it up with one hand since it since this uh, since this is an audio only podcast you can't tell and then, uh, Chima, come on, man. We listened to you. What are you talking about? Nobody listens to me. Stop, stop, stop trying to make, make it sound so sad. We love Chima. That's the only reason we're a part of this. You know, if we didn't love him, you know, we would have left a long time ago. Uh, one, one, one fact I want to put out there that before this was like when we went into the forgettables, we were actually thinking about naming it the Chima Rant show. So, because that's how much he talks. And we just, we're like his live audience. So that's, Basically, uh, that's true. We're, the, we're the live. You know, you know how when they have like shows like Jimmy Kimmel and stuff like that, they're like, oh, recorded in front of a live studio audience, and recorded in front of a live studio audience for Chima. You know the Chima show, <laughs> but but no, we he lets us contribute. You know, it's not it's not sometimes it's not. <laughs> if I'm, they not make a, I'm not gonna make it sound like a dictatorship. No, no, he's he's really nice. Sometimes he lets us take over the show. Usually, Ruffy doesn't take over the show. Uh, because Ruffy doesn't go on rants, you know, Ruffy, Ruffy tries to stay on topic, but you know, he will go on a tangent, but, but I like something. I mean, said. Hey, Hey, hold on. You're talking about me taking over a show. Let's talk about me even being here. <laughs> I'm so I'm not here on the show. Hey, so man, I'm, 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 I'm not trying to go there. I'm not trying to go there, but, uh, what's it called? I mean, hold on. Let's go there for a second. This guy, <laughs> Ruffy. So I just want the audience to know this. Like it's like. I think it adds color to uh, Ruffy's personality a little bit. So um, we have a set time to record this podcast. Every night we record it at 11 p.m. This hasn't changed since we started. Like since me and Ruffy started, maybe one one or two days we kind of moved around. And then once we kind of figured out 11 p.m. works for both of us, we kept it that way. And then us by joined and we kept it at 11. Every single day, me and us by are on at like 10.58, 10.59. And we're like waiting to get started at 11 
And this dude, every single day, Ruffy texts in our group chat. He's like, 11.10 today, guys. 11.05. Sometimes he'll be like, sometimes he'll ask like, 11 today? I was like, dude, like we always, like just just get on. If it's 11, just get on. You know what I mean? Hey, just, but, it just shows right. that I'm committed to the to the cause, just that I'm trying to make an effort. You're yeah. you're you're com- you're committed to the show or the program, but it's just you're not committed to the time. Right. It's more right. Of exactly. a commitment committed to the t- committed to the show, but effort is based on my convenience. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 to be fair, there's been a few times he said he's not gonna show up and we recorded earlier when we were open, but you know, generally speaking, the time is eleven. It's been I think once or twice we did that. But but yeah. I like something you were saying. You were talking about, you know, how production quality. And how, you know, certain studios or certain news channels will put a certain budget aside for certain things like that. And uh, not, not to go on any sort of a religious tangent or anything like that. But if we look at it from a perspective of uh, Muslims being villainized over the course of the last 20 years or so, it's not only the last 20 years. When the film industry first started like really producing movies back in the 30s and 40s, one of the things which they really focused on was the Arab or the Arab, as they called him. And uh, what he did, what they did in the Western movie industry is they made this into a sort of a villain type of thing where this man would have a harem, he would have many women around him, so on and so forth. So over the course of the last hundred years or so, they've built this image and they put a lot of like, you know, if you have a, if you have like a scene with this man, you know, who's wearing a Middle Eastern headdress on and so forth, they'd have a certain theme or they'd have a certain level of lighting and the colors which were used in the scene would be different, like a red with shiny gold and stuff like that to show off a level of wealth and also at the same time, show off a level of vanity and insanity and they did it with purpose and they were able to manipulate using lighting using colors and using sort of jewelry clothing cars they drove stuff like that and so they they took all of this and they made the the image of a villain obviously they portrayed it by means of maybe a cultural background or religion so on and so forth but when you use lighting and when you use colors properly you can change the ideology of people even though they know what you're showing is completely and utterly fiction but you can completely change their image that they think people are really like that that if they see a man dressed up like that who is maybe a businessman from the middle east they're gonna think that he's similar as well and the media has used lighting and colors like i said to manipulate people's minds so hard over the last 20 years or so and if you watch a lot of news especially southeast asian news they have like these cut scenes and they have like these sound effects and they have you know this special lighting effects and stuff like that just to give production quality a certain edge when they're producing it or showing it to the people so they believe what they're showing so if you know how to use it and you know how to manipulate it you can make people believe anything yeah, I think definitely uh, uh, as it goes back to those 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 small room recording that people make the commercials out of, like when they showed the actual product, 
it's actually like it's shot in a full professional studio, right? And I would have never known. I was like, oh, wow, this is like, you know, expensive stuff, all this high-end equipment, lighting, whatever. But when they showed me, when they showed the behind the scenes of how they're shooting it, it's actually really smart, you know? Like they actually put some colors to it, the different angles, like, you know, pouring the drink in below the glass under the table. Like it wasn't really much, you know, but the fact that they were able to play around with it gave a really, really amazing final product. Shima, you want to hit us with the uh, key takeaways? Yeah. Uh, before I give the key takeaways, I just want to add one thing. Um, this dude always wants to add. <laughs> Not always. It's okay, sometimes, accept it, man. Sometimes he does it back. only when you're here. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things, and I was actually, you know, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna add it on, just because you said that. Key <laughs> takeaways for today. Go ahead, add it on, um, add it on. Now the audience is gonna be like, we're gonna hear the mean man. Come on, add it on. No, too late. Key takeaways for today is is number one, uh, lighting is super important. If you are uh, video streaming your podcast or you're recording the podcast, um, it. it really takes your production to another level of professionalism and uh, it helps the audience really uh, associate quality with your uh, with your brand right and number two uh, although lighting is super important uh, it doesn't have to cost an arm and a leg right we can use little hangers and stuff like that uh, lamps you have lying around you know, try some tricks, get creative with it, use the constraints you have to get the lighting set up. So you are lit and do what works for you, play around with it uh, and get the right settings to where you like the way you look. And uh, that's all I had. Thank you all for listening. We will see you next time. Thank you.